Hello, friends. Have you noticed that you can get caught up in consuming content? Or maybe you notice you are hyper, hyper focused on the doing. Empaths, we often consume. And I know because that was me too, soaking up information from all my favorite teachers and mentors. But it wasn't until I started focusing more on the being and embodiment work that the door to massive clarity was finally unlocked. And I no longer got confused about what was my energy versus everybody else's. I was able to become a more clear channel for creation and as a result, transform my life, business, and health. In fact, my meditation and embodiment practice is what helped me have a nearly $40,000 month this past January, see the highest downloaded month of the podcast, and finally release a lot of unnecessary stress. And my clients felt it and saw it in their lives too. It wasn't reading more articles. It wasn't doing more busy work. So I'm inviting you to graduate from the spongy empath consumer into the self-activated sovereign healer. You can take your podcast listening experience from, ooh, I feel seen, heard, and inspired to, holy shit, I actually feel different. My being has shifted. I am the embodiment of the woman I desire to be. The Third Eye Collective is a simple way to upgrade your experience and commit not only to a meditation practice that complements your healing, but also receive personalized coaching so you can be clear on what direct actions to implement into your highest goals. There are two simple ways to get involved at $11 or $22 a month with no commitment. So if this is calling your name, join this amazing and growing community. Just give whatever emotions that you have an outlet because it could be scary, but that could just, it can completely open you up to whole new levels um, of life. And everyone deserves that. Everyone deserves that kind of liberation. Welcome to the Healing Uncensored podcast. My name is Sarah Small, and I'm a health and mindset coach for women with autoimmune disease just like you. I absolutely love helping you tap into your self-healing power, uncover the energetic side of healing, and release limiting beliefs around your body and your life. Think of this podcast as everything you wouldn't hear at your doctor's office. It's a place for empowered souls to move beyond food and heal themselves on a soul level. I hope you enjoy today's episode. Now let's begin. Let me start by asking all of you listeners a question today. Have you ever felt like, or do you feel like, you try to control everything in your life? You have information paralysis. It's so hard to make a decision. You thrive on structure but you want to be able to control all aspects of your life. If so, you may be a little stuck in your masculine energy. And I get it. I totally understand. That was totally me. I loved my to-do lists. I loved structure. I loved doing, 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 and giving, giving, giving. But sometimes I forgot to just step back and to open myself up to receive and to trust the universe and open myself up to receiving love. 
Today, my guest is Marissa Conti. She is a spiritual teacher, life coach, and intuitive healer for women. She specializes in liberating the divine feminine energy. Her mission is to help all women tap into their raw, wild selves to live a life with zero restriction. Marissa works with high vibrational goddesses and channels their loving messages into every aspect of her work. So join us today as we discuss what it means to tap into your divine feminine. We talk about some shadow work, pussy liberation and freedom, how we both love us some good dance parties, as well as our thoughts on birth control and how to find more freedom as a woman. I think you guys are going to love this content today. So open your mind, open your heart, tap into your feminine to receive the messages and let's dive in. Hi, Marissa. Welcome to the show. Hi, Sarah. Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited to have you here and just really tap into liberating the divine feminine within all of us. So I just wanted to start simple here and ask you, what lights you up? What inspires you in this world? That's such a hard question because so many (laughs) things inspire me. I would have to say freedom. Um, I like being on my own schedule. I like doing things my own way. I don't like being restricted to anything. I like exploring. Um, I like feeling, yeah, I love feeling liberated internally and not like restricted by lots of emotions or lots of crazy thoughts. I just like feeling free. So anything that makes me feel free, like adventuring, dancing, eating good food, um, dressing in like a boho way that makes me channel my freedom. Um, anything like that really lights me up and I'm obviously working with, with women and being a coach and a healer. Cause that, that makes me like the happiest individual ever. <laughs> yeah. So funny you say that the boho clothes, because <laughs> I, as younger version of Sarah was very <laughs> like, I didn't, I never wore pink. Now I have pink hair. Okay. <laughs> I literally didn't own any pink clothing. I just really, um, you could see in my energies, masculine, feminine, it it like kind of came out and was portrayed through the way I expressed myself in the way that I dressed and my makeup and my hair and my nails, you know, just everything. Uh, so my question for you is, and now I, I, like boho is my style, like bring mm-hmm. it up, give me all the cute boho dresses. I love them. Yes. Slowy, comfortable. Yes. Mm-hmm. Bring it on. But, uh, for you, have you always been tapped into your feminine energy or is that something that has evolved for you? Were you like, were you born that way? Like Lady Gaga would say, <laughs> You know, that's a really good question. Um, Like reflecting back on my life, like I definitely was very tapped into my feminine energy, especially as a little girl. Mm -hmm. Um, I loved pink. I was obsessed with pink. I was obsessed with like flowy dresses. I always wanted to be dancing and like moving in front of people and just portraying like the happiness I had inside of me. And then as I got older, I went through like... um, some traumatic events when I was 18 and it kind of threw me off course. And that's when I kind of shut down the divine feminine within me. And I wore a lot of black. I wore a lot of sweatpants, baggy shirts. Um, didn't really want to expose myself. Didn't want to portray to the world what I was feeling inside. So I just like numbed myself. And at that point I wasn't exhibiting the divine feminine within. I was very closed off to it. Um, but from getting into spiritual work and going really deep in my journey, the divine feminine, 
then came back out like immediately. Mm -hmm. Um, so, so yeah, it was like an, an up and down road with it. But, um, looking back at my childhood, I was definitely tapped into the divine feminine. Like yeah. the day I came I out of the womb. <laughs> I see you like in this like flowy dress, just like spinning mm -hmm. in a field of flowers for some reason. That's just like mm -hmm. how I visualize like your, your inner spirit. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. Tell me a little bit more about how it sounds like part of your life experience and story has mm -hmm. led you to become this spiritual teacher, life coach, mm -hmm. and intuitive healer that you are now. Can mm -hmm. you tell me a little bit more about what led you into this work? How did you get here? Mm -hmm. What have you gone through? Sure. Um, so I've always been an intuitive. I was very intuitive as a child. I come from a family of intuitives. My mom's grandmother was psychic. My dad like is, is very into cosmic knowledge, universal knowledge. He's very woke. So I was exposed to it like really early on. Um, and then um, as I was probably around sixth grade, um, I got shut off to it. My parents went through like a brutal divorce. And that's when I started feeling like lots of crazy sad emotions and like I, I lost touch with my my inner child um so to speak and um I don't know I, I felt like life didn't really have that much of a meaning to me anymore mm -hmm. and then when I hit 18 years old I um I was raped by a cop and a it cop. like a cop a policeman yeah someone we're supposed to trust in this world you know and put our faith into for protection um I was raped by a policeman and after that moment, I was like, I was done. I gave up on everything. And like, I, I was so disconnected from my spirit. I was so disconnected from source energy. I didn't believe in anything. I remember going to philosophy class, like later on that semester and turning in a paper about like, that I was disproving the, the existence of a soul. Um, like I, I was an atheist. I was like not into anything. And I was just like, honestly, like looking for, for something. Cause I would have given up my life any moment if I had the opportunity to. Mm -hmm. Um, so something magical happened. Um, like, I don't know. It was a miracle. It truly was. And, um, I started reading Edgar Casey. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I'm not. No, he is like a renowned psychic. He's no longer with us on this, this physical world planet, <laughs> but he's an, a renowned psychic incredibly amazing. And my father like loved him so much. So he, he recommended that I read his book. And I did. And the second I read it, it was like something inside of me was just activated. And like I said earlier, I was very intuitive early on in my childhood. I was able to communicate with angels and, you know, see energy and see spirits and all of that. So the second I started reading this book, it was like something clicked and like my vision just started changing. It's like it, it held space for me to activate like my own internal like wisdom and channel for, for God and goddess. So, um, I remember going to bed that night and seeing spirits around my bedroom and it was just like, it was instant. And ever since that moment, ever since that miracle, ever since reading Edgar Casey, my life has completely changed. And I've been on this, this incredible healing journey, um, doing lots of energy healing work, intuitive work. And just as of recently, within the last two years, I've been really stepping into, um, this position to channel the divine feminine to activate that within because that's what I lost touch with the most. That's what I needed the most healing work 
um, with, and that's what my journey has led me to. So I do, yeah, I do a lot of intuitive work. I do a lot of healing work to all like activate the divine feminine energy in, in women that have experienced lots of, um, darkness in their past. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so powerful, Marissa. So mm-hmm. a few things. Uh, I think a lot of the women listening have also experienced some form of trauma, mm-hmm. uh, myself included, whether that's sexual trauma or just general mm-hmm. trauma. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd love for you to share with us. So it sounds like this, uh, you know, more the mental, emotional, spiritual side of healing really has been transformational for mm-hmm. you in healing trauma. Mm-hmm. What are some of those tools in your toolbox or what are the things that ha- were, you know, best for you, most helpful for you as you were healing. And, you know, I think it's an ongoing journey too. Sometimes totally. I see the little surfaces of it. I think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm still healing it in some ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. What has really worked well for you? Um, energy healing is what I started off with. Um, and, and just knowing that there was a metaphysical, worlds where you could feel lifted up and rejuvenated and alive. Like I kept returning back to that. And that's what I'm like traditionally trained in is energy healing. Mm -hmm. So I was using energy healing all the time. Like I was doing weekly healings on myself. I was seeing healers. Um, I was working, you know, really closely with people that were doing Akashic record readings Mm -hmm. and it just made me feel so supported. You know, I had like that, that was my vice that like connected me back to the divine. And then obviously I was using like tarot cards, Oracle cards, and and all the metaphysical tools like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but what really started to accelerate my, my journey in reclaiming the divine feminine was actually embodying what it was that I was going through. Because in the world that we live in today, which is a patriarchal world society, you know, we're taught to suppress everything that we're experiencing. We're taught to suppress our emotions because they're deemed as weak. We're taught to not expose what's really going on. And I had to really evaluate that because the more healing work that I was doing on myself, the more I tried to be this, this open vessel to unconditional love, the more these dark things wanted to come out of me. And I had no idea what to do with them because I didn't want to go there. Mm-hmm. But like I had this internal voice that was telling me it was essential to really unearth them and start embracing them so that I can become free. Yeah. So, yeah. So I started, I started listening to my emotions. I started allowing myself to kind of just fall apart a little bit. Mm -hmm. And it was really hard for me to do that because, you know, the people that I associated with always saw me as like this strong person, someone that has their crap together, you know, Mm -hmm. and someone that wasn't weak. So the more I started to fall apart, like I kind of got self-conscious with it. And like, I didn't want to, I didn't want to look weak. I didn't want to look like I had problems, but I just allowed myself to go there. I kind of fought with my ego for a bit, but it was so essential um, to my healing journey. And I fell apart. I really did. But I picked myself back up after that because Mm -hmm. just honoring those emotions and and being in a place where I could journal about them, feel them, you know, really let them cry through me allowed me to release so much. And I, the way I did that was, was through dancing and Mm -hmm. moving them through my body and, you know, activating my Shakti force through, through movement and really channeling them to give them an outlet. And it's been transformative, honestly. (laughs) Is there any certain type of dance or music you like love to shake your hips to? Oh my God. Yes. Closey. Have you ever heard of her? She's a French electronic artist. She has like 
the most amazing music. It's so primal. Um, and it's got like a lot of low bass beats that just make you move your hips and your butt and then like, like yeah, yeah. Again, get into that chakra energy. So, um, that she's she's just been like an angel on this journey for me and like listening to her music has transformed me because yeah. I was able to, to move to it yeah definitely gonna go look her up and yes <laughs> because dancing has been something that I started to incorporate into there's this this channel for releasing energy mm-hmm. and it, it is it's so powerful I actually talked mm-hmm. to another woman on a pot the previous episode about dancing and we just mm-hmm. were both like loving on dancing and how powerful it was but mm-hmm. when you were talking to I, I saw myself and what you were saying which is that you know when my brother passed about three mm-hmm. years ago mm-hmm. same thing it was like I had really kept my shit together and mm-hmm. I felt like I wanted to be seen as this really strong powerful mm-hmm. independent woman mm-hmm. which I was mm-hmm. but then a tragedy happened right and mm-hmm. and I I finally let myself crumble and fall mm-hmm. apart, just like you were describing, where mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, this, this grief needs to be honored, and I need, I need to let myself be sad, and I really, I did, I crumbled down, but when I built myself back up, like you were saying, you mm-hmm. then, you transform, I literally am a different woman, like my friends, mm-hmm. I think from, you know, before are kind of like, what happened to Sarah, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> what is all this intuitive stuff and this pink hair, but mm-hmm. it, you know, it's, I think it's really the most authentic form of me that has now surfaced, it, mm-hmm. not necessarily like this new version, it's just a more authentic version, so I think mm-hmm. that those, sometimes the traumas, those stumbling blocks, those tragedies can really um, actually bring a mirror to us and Mm -hmm. allow us to see like who we really are at the core. So you talked a lot about in that, that healing for you, uncovering and letting that feminine energy start to surface again. Mm -hmm. So just for some of our listeners who are like new to a little bit of this, can Mm -hmm. you explain what is divine divine feminine energy and and what does it mean to you? I'm sure people would probably describe it in slightly different ways, but what Mm -hmm. does it mean to you at the core? Sure. The divine feminine energy is a very soft essence. It's it's a woman who is not afraid to embrace her power. It's a woman that is so tapped into her emotions and allows them to lead the way. The divine feminine energy is is truly just embracing all of your feelings and and not seeing them as weak, not seeing them as as crazy or or fearful or anything like that. It's it's being able to take the circumstances that you were given in your life and, and literally embracing them, whether they were positive or negative to, to become closer with your internal light. Mm-hmm. Um, the divine feminine is a woman that is closely related to, to nature and sees all the, the healing properties like through nature and around her and, you know, makes the best of them. Um, it's a very soft energy and even through softness, you can still be powerful. You can still be empowering. Um, but it, it's just soft. It's not, it's not like forceful, like the divine masculine, the divine feminine works in cycles. She has her ups and downs, you know, and it doesn't always have to be this, this steady, you know, at full force pace journey. It could be, it could be in slowness and you can still get stuff done and it doesn't have to be forceful at all. So that's the divine feminine to me. And yeah. to me, that's, that's so, it's so liberating. <laughs> no, it's a beautiful explanation. I love that. And you can tell just in your voice that 
you, you your divine feminine is liberated and mm-hmm. that it, it like it fires you up in this really mm-hmm. like, like soft way right mm-hmm. um, to me the divine feminine is also just like allowing yourself to receive I think mm-hmm. that as it's so hard for us like yes. we are healers and, and givers and we want to do 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 and help 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 and you know um, nurture the world and we forget that's all in the, in the masculine mm-hmm. realm right mm-hmm. whereas the feminine is just like you know, like asking for help or just like letting yourself take a step back and rest. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like taking my salt baths and mm-hmm. literally just holding space for abundance to come to me and to receive mm-hmm. that. So part of what you do as a coach is really help women, as I understand it, liberate their divine feminine. Mm-hmm. What are, what are, what does that look like? Can you describe that a little bit for us or maybe even some specific kind of action steps people can take to start to unleash the feminine energy that's, that exists in all of us. I think we actually weren't clear on that. So mm-hmm. both as men and, you know, gender wise mm-hmm. and men and women both have innately both of these energies and that mm-hmm. and there's a beautiful balance that I, I believe that the feminine there's a role for it there's you know if we were only in our feminine we'd never get anything done exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah there's this beautiful balance so getting back to the question marissa just if you could take us through like what does it look like to liberate that divine feminine totally so let me just have a sip of tea sorry <laughs> no problem So for me specifically, um, I would say liberating the divine feminine just from like my journey and how it works for me is, is doing a lot of shadow work. Um, and shadow work is going into your, your dark places, the places where you numbed yourself out the most, where you stopped yourself from feeling and getting in tune with, with all those emotions that you've kept in the dark, all the parts about yourself that you've suppressed mm-hmm. and starting to unearth them. And as I mentioned earlier, um, that unearthing process for me um, really includes a lot of movement through the body. Um, so that's definitely a tool that I use to, to activate the divine feminine within. Um, and also going out into nature, going on, on hikes and sitting in nature and allowing your intuition to come through. Um, we didn't mention this earlier, but when I think of the divine feminine, I also think of um, an intuitive being because that's, mm-hmm. that's truly like what you use to receive, right? You're, you're receiving wisdom from the divine from within and allowing that to just carry out in your life. So sitting with nature, getting, getting into your soft energy and starting to, to activate your third eye to receive wisdom. Um, and you could just do that by, by asking for guidance, connecting with your internal self and, and seeing what messages come up for you mm-hmm. there and taking action on them, you know, in the, in the way that you're, you're led to. So yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some of the things I like to do from just to like honor my feminine, because as we, before we pushed record, I was telling you, I was very much living in the masculine and mm-hmm. have like stepped into some of my feminine and, and it's been powerful as fuck, by the way, like tapping mm-hmm. into your feminine is very powerful. It's very liberating. Like you do feel, you actually use this word freedom. Like it mm-hmm. feels like there's more freedom in my life now. Um, but dancing is definitely one of the things to me that just is like, allows me to feel into like my curves and my feminine mm-hmm. nature, and, like be sexy and sensual and tap into my sacral energy, sac- sacral chakra. Um, and yeah, connecting to like literal, like 
putting your feet in the soil or like, mm-hmm. like going on hikes and just connecting and like breathing in that crisp, fresh air of, of mother earth and mm-hmm. Gaia energy. Um, and then when I can't do that, that's why I love my salt baths because I mm-hmm. bring a little bit of the salt from the, the sea, the ocean, right? Like into me, yeah. uh, because again, feminine energy to me is like this flowing, flowing mm-hmm. like water, flowing, like, um, d- dresses that literally like want you to twirl and you make you want to twirl and spin. So, uh, you, I think also we can express that in just the way that we show up to the world, whether that's mm-hmm. letting our hair down mm-hmm. or letting ourselves wear a flowy dress or skirt it sounds maybe silly but like to me those are mm-hmm. actually really powerful healing practices that allow you to tap into just like who you are at your core um so let's talk a little bit more about about shadow i think some people are, are really and i actually just got finished hosting a program called intuitive soul school so we were mm-hmm. awakening and unleashing our intuition and the shadow came up during that process and so i think a and people, women in this group expressed this, mm-hmm. that they were afraid of their mm-hmm. shadow. There's so mm-hmm. much fear around like, well, I don't exactly know everything I've buried under there. So what the hell is going to come up? Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I want to know. Can you talk a little to, the, to the, that point of like fear? Should they be afraid? What do you do if you're afraid of your shadow? <laughs> of course. So when we think about source energy, we think about unconditional love, right? Source, source is a force of, of unconditional love that has absolutely no judgment for anything good that has happened or anything negative that has happened. But when we come to this earth, right, to, to live these physical lives, we have an ego that likes to protect us. And the ego isn't bad. Everyone makes the ego out to be like this, this nasty thing that's always trying to sabotage ourselves. But if we actually tune in and understand the ego, we have more control over the way that we relate to our circumstances. And, and with that, we can understand how the ego is actually trying to protect ourselves from the things that we're afraid of the most. And when we can hone in on that and when we can see those things that scare us the most, we can bring unconditional love to them. And and that's where like the hard part is, it's like looking at our past circumstances that have been terrible and traumatic and, and painful and bringing the light there. But it's very essential because that's what actually connects us back to that, that flow of unconditional love. It reclaims us with our divine source within and allows us to channel our inner goddess or inner god if you're you're a male right so being able to embrace your circumstances whether whether you're afraid of them or not from the past and unearth them in the shadow is what gives you your power back i mean i was petrified to like start doing shadow work because i knew what lied in there you know like i I knew what i was ignoring i knew what i didn't want to confront and um i made it out to be this like crazy mystical thing. Like if I embraced my shadow, like some demons were going to come out of me and it was going to be like really haunted and scary. And it's just not like that at all. Um, it's actually like so empowering and freeing to tap into those places and reclaim them as your own because being, being in this world, it's like, we, we do have both the light and the dark. And if we want to be healers and light workers and, you know, really bring love back to this planet, it's like, we have to embrace those parts of ourselves so that we can see change around the world because we have to do healing on an internal level first you know Mm -hmm. so to do that like we we really do need to honor like the the past and not be afraid of it so right yeah uh i think that bringing that to the surface can really let us set us free Mm -hmm. uh 
And so here's, here's a question because my niche is obviously like within chronic illness and autoimmunity. And what I see in my work is that a lot of women who are afraid of their shadow or Mm -hmm. have buried some of these past events, traumas, Mm -hmm. experience, just even stress, right. Mm -hmm. Or emotion in general, they haven't allowed themselves to be expressive in that feminine in feminine nature Mm -hmm. then end up with physical symptoms that Mm -hmm. may or may not end up as a diagnosis of of an autoimmune disease, like Mm -hmm. Hashimoto's or celiac disease or Mm -hmm. multiple sclerosis or something. But Mm -hmm. oftentimes at the very least, there's a physical, symptom because of this energetic distortion in our in our Mm -hmm. energy body it then presents as a physical symptom have you experienced that or has anyone that you worked with also seen some physical symptoms and Mm -hmm. and potentially the the root being that they're pushing this energy down Mm -hmm. um i have in my own um physical body and a lot of my clients have as well so i was diagnosed with interstitial cystitis i didn't know that yeah so i was i was dealing with that for a long time and um literally the other day I went to my holistic doctor and I do nutritional response testing and I get like all the supplements for that. And just recently I experienced a massive breakthrough with my shadow and, you know, really learned to love a part of my childhood that scared me the most. And this was like the biggest part of my shadow, um, ever. And I shone the light there. I I shine the light to this, this place and I brought, I brought love to it. And, um, I've been on, um, supplements for ovary support since I started my um, holistic regimen. Mm-hmm. And I went to my doctor um, two days ago and I, I, I got off of them because my body changed. It unreli- it released all the, the trauma it was holding in the ovaries from this. And I, I know it was because of this, this part of my shadow that I was failing to, to bring light to. So now that I brought freedom there, right? I started to heal. Like my body really started to heal because it was channeling higher energy for me and let go of that tension. So yeah, like I've experienced that with interstitial cystitis. I've had clients with endometriosis, you know, that, mm-hmm. that still have those pains in the sacral area and just like doing shadow work and, and learning to love those, those traumas and find the, find the, the gratitude for them and what they, they allowed you to do and rise from mm-hmm. um, can really help alleviate those, those physical pains or, or transmute them in some way shape or form yeah yeah it's so interesting to me that uh you know if i see someone any of my clients that Mm -hmm. have illness or symptoms within the sacral region whether that's Mm -hmm. pcos Mm -hmm. ovarian syndrome Mm -hmm. or um, endometriosis etc you know i always bring up okay are you honoring your feminine Mm -hmm. and bring that into the conversation as Mm -hmm. as a potential pathway or complementary pathway to ultimately heal Mm -hmm. so i want to bring it to kind of this big picture for a second our society in general Mm -hmm. and um this kind of patriarchy versus matriarchy and Mm -hmm. how you see I believe the patriarchy that you, you, at least you and I were raised in and grown, Mm -hmm. grew up in how that is. And I'm not blaming, right. We're not blaming, but, but how that has influenced how some of us women have shut Mm -hmm. down some of our feminine energy. Mm -hmm. And if, if you agree with me that I think that we're going through a little bit of a shift right now and and what you see that shift to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I see women coming back on the rise. I see women regaining their power um, and embrace embracing that that matriarchal way of life. And it doesn't have to be, you know, 
diminishing the, the masculine energy. It brings balance back to both. Um, a woman that you know, is, is really living in her matriarchal essence, isn't living in fear. She's not devaluizing um, her power. She's not trying to lower her standards. She's, she's embracing herself. She's embracing her life. And from that, that's what's allowing the balance to return back to, to the world. So I see people that are doing a lot of like divine feminine healing work, you know, kind of setting the the, the pathway for, for men to, to reclaim their power in a way that also um, supports women. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And, and just bring the light back to that because this isn't like, this isn't about, you know, diminishing men and bashing them. It's about, you know, holding space for both of us to be on the rise so that we can, we can have that balance and we can have that love flowing within because that's, what's going to change the world, right? Yeah. That's what's going to bring the, the light and the love back to the planet in a way that sustains us. Yeah, definitely. I see that in my own partnership with, with my mm -hmm. boyfriend and just, mm -hmm. I feel like it's really good practice because mm -hmm. in my relationship, we, we both as, you know, a man and a woman have our innate masculine and feminine energies and mm -hmm. we, we have a strong relationship in that we both, um, you know, will be, we feel comfortable expressing both sides of what's right. within us. Like, he brings out his feminine and mm -hmm. it's actually really beautiful. Mm -hmm. And um, even though I, my masculine can get a little uh, dominating sometimes, mm -hmm. he also sees like me and my beautiful feminine nature. And mm -hmm. I don't know why I just thought of that, but I feel like um, in our relationships is kind of just like this one small, tiny little context of just allowing each other as man and woman to be be both right mm -hmm. be both and to honor both so um i also told you before we pressed record that i recently had my copper iud removed mm -hmm. and how literally liberating it was for me and i know something you talk about is pussy freedom so mm -hmm. i would love for you to tell me more about that totally. and um yeah also if we can talk a little bit about birth control if that plays into mm -hmm. that at all but um, what your thoughts are on that. Again, we're not here to recommend anything to, to women or give medical advice or, um, you know, feel like we're pushing people one way or the other, but mm -hmm. speaking from our personal experiences and mm -hmm. just, yeah, like, how do you find that, that freedom? What does that feel like? And, and how have you discovered it? Um, I, I love my pussy freedom. Mm -hmm. Pussy knows best. So she's, she's like, she's like our inner goddess for women and she will always guide you in the right direction. And this is just my personal belief. Again, like not trying to give medical advice, but, mm -hmm. um, when we go on birth control or this is my belief, when we go on birth control, we're, we're really shutting down like the way our pussy wants to communicate to us. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and we're trying to control her. And that's, that's also like a very patriarchal, um, side effects, right? Going on birth control, trying to control your, your divine feminine energy and putting a limit on it. Mm -hmm. um, and pussy just wants pleasure. She, she wants to be in rapture all of the time. So taking the time to like get to know your body, get to know your pussy and pleasuring her in a way where she can feel that liberation. That's like, that can really open you up so much and start to shift and move a lot of energy that's stuck up in your, your sacral chakra. Yeah. Um, just from, just from honoring her and 
pleasuring her and allowing her to have that freedom and, you know, not, not shaming her for being the way she is, um, can open up so many pathways for you to re get reconnected to pleasure, not only in your sex life or any sexual relationship that you're having, even if it's just with yourself, but in your, your life in general as well. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think that, um, this, well, this podcast is called Healing Uncensored, so I'm going to be a little <laughs> uncensored and raw and real with the audience for a moment. So um, part of the side effects of me um, having the, I, the copper IUD mm -hmm. was loss of libido mm -hmm. and removing it really just like opened up this completely different relationship mm -hmm. to my womb, my pussy. Mm -hmm. And um, my in-laws are downstairs. They're probably like, what is she talking about? <laughs> but this is real. This is raw. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also, one of the things that I really like opened up to again, ha after having this removed mm -hmm. was understanding my lady parts, like mm -hmm. understanding what my body did at every, you know, in your luteal phase versus mm -hmm. in your, when you're ovulating, Mm -hmm. I was never in touch with any of that part of who I was or my cycle in the past. And now because I use an app called Kindara and I the wink thermometer to track my cycles and learn more, honestly, just understand my body. Mm -hmm. So much has surfaced. I feel like I understand myself so much better because as little girls, I mean, we weren't like babies, but when we mm -hmm. learned sex ed in school, mm -hmm. like I mean, I hardly remember what we learned, but I know we didn't learn about how to track your cycle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's, um, it's been a really powerful eye-opening experience for me mm -hmm. to just understand my body better. Um, mm -hmm. have you ever experienced anything like that? Or when did you learn more about your lady parts and what, you know, how your body felt at each phase of or stage of your cycle? Um, I started learning about my, my lady parts in like a holistic way, I would say in college, mm -hmm. um, after I was diagnosed with interstitial cystitis, I got mm -hmm. off birth control and I went the, the natural way. And, um, it was definitely like, it was a ride and a half, you know, dealing with the hormones, getting back into balance and, and all of that. But, um, the more I did it, the, the more my periods kind of, um, were speaking to me, um, so to speak, <laughs> mm -hmm. they would talk to me and I would, I would track myself and my emotions throughout the month and see like when I had the most downloads intuitively and, you know, had like the most energy in my body and all of that. And like, I'm, I'm actually on my cycle right now. So I'm, I'm bleeding currently as we speak. And it's like, I, I'm very connected to my intuition at the moment. Are you a new moon, a new mooner? You know, I, I wasn't until recently, like this is my, um, second time being on the, the flow with the, the new moon, which is uh -huh. incredible because I know that that's really represents, you know, being in a fertile place in your life. Yeah. So, and it's really true because I, I am in a fertile place in my life and like, I'm, I'm doing a lot of changes in my business and, and uh -huh. all of that. So it, it's just incredible how your body syncs up with, with the energy of the moon whenever you, you need like a, whenever you need it to. <laughs> yeah. So when I was on my copper IUD, so there, there weren't hormones. So I, you know, mm -hmm. like was still cycling and mm -hmm. having a regular period. And I was in sync, like so in sync with the cycle of the moon. Mm -hmm. Once I had it removed. Mm -hmm. Now my body 
is is sorting itself out right like mm-hmm. there's no longer inflammation mm-hmm. inflammation in mm-hmm. my uterus and so my body's figuring it out but I I just started bleeding today too so I'm like okay maybe I'm a new mooner like if, yeah. and you think about okay so let's explain this actually for people who never like are like what the hell are like new moon are they talking mm-hmm. about their honeymoon like what are they talking about mm-hmm. so you know if you if you menstruate with a new moon at the mm-hmm. beginning of a, a new moon cycle or a or a full moon mm-hmm. and I believe those are also known as like a red moon or a white oh, moon mm-hmm. um, and they have some um, kind of like emotional spiritual significance can can you talk about that Marissa a little bit like what yeah is, sure so bleeding with the go ahead <laughs> bleeding with the the new moon generally just means that you are in a very fertile place um if you want to get pregnant if you are synced up with the new moon and you bleed during the new moon your chances of getting pregnant are probably higher if that's what you are you're aiming for and if you're synced up with the full moon when you bleed on um the full moon you are in a place in your life where you're just kind of experiencing pleasure and just like running around and having fun um and being like the the wild woman which is a very independent female who kind of has no restrictions no bounds and she just wants to to go around and have fun yeah Yeah. (laughs) so I've I've seen myself in both stages Mm -hmm. and I've also questioned I'm like I I'm so not ready for children yet but I'm like oh I'm at you know the new moon birth Mm -hmm. creation and then I you know I've realized and kind of intuited through my own cycles that it's not always literally that you're wanting a baby but maybe you're birthing something new, a project mm-hmm. in your business, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I, at first I was like a little freaked out and now mm-hmm. I'm like, oh no, it's not that I'm actually like ready for children. Okay. <laughs> Although exactly. we just bought a house and there is a playhouse in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> no one's playing in it yet. <laughs> that is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. I'm bleeding with the, the new moon and I do not want babies right now, but like, I do feel like that I am in like this, this fertile, fertile time in my life where it's like, I get to kind of hone in on, on my, my motherly energy and kind of like nurture the surroundings that I have going on. Yeah. Awesome. So just a few more questions here. And I think that, you know, this is probably a lot for some people to take in. It may be a new topic of, of interest conversation that they're, they're learning about today. Uh, but I think that throughout all of this, you know, unleashing, liberating your divine feminine, pussy freedom, all of it, like, how do we stay grounded through this process? What keeps you grounded? How do you stay grounded as you do this internal powerful work? Mm-hmm. Um definitely listening to your body, giving your body the nutrients that it needs and exercising. Um, I recommend this to, to all of my clients, but doing something called nutritional response testing, where you're getting supplements that your body needs to help you kind of stay on track with like your physical needs, because anytime that you're doing spiritual work or unearthing whatever's going on in your metaphysical body, um, it trickles down into the physical body, right? As above, so below. So whatever's happening on the metaphysical levels happening on a physical level as well and we need to make sure that we're supporting that because when we try and channel like a lot of higher energy our body's definitely working to catch up so we need to be like really on top of our, our physical health so anything that can help your body feel strong or um, more supported nutritional wise um, is definitely definitely great for that and I know like that's your specialty mm-hmm. so, <laughs> so yeah um, 
meditating can always help, you know, calm the mind and, and really being in nature. Um, nature has been like one of my go-to tools to, to help me get grounded and stay grounded. So just even being able to like go outside and like walk and breathe in fresh air for at least five minutes can like completely change your day and connect you to the surroundings that, you know, are in your environment and help you get reconnected to your body. So, yeah. Amazing. I love that. And nature has been such a healer for me mm-hmm. too, mm-hmm. in my personal practice and my just toolbox of self-care and grounding. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, I have to remind myself sometimes because I sit in front of my computer for a lot mm-hmm. of hours and mm-hmm. love my business and love what I do, but mm-hmm. always try to remind myself like, okay, Sarah, get your ass up, go outside, put your toes in the dirt or just go breathe. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you, like you said, it can completely shift your entire day. So mm-hmm. powerful and free and simple. Why not do yeah, it? Exactly. <laughs> Beautiful. Thank you so much, Marissa. Are there any other takeaways uh, or any things you want to leave with the audience before we wrap up here? If you have been resisting your divine feminine essence and you just kind of want to take it to the next level, um, I just want to leave you with a little tip to to just go there and to, to put on some music that that you love and allow your your pussy to speak to you and allow her to to move you in your body in these these new beautiful ways and just give whatever emotions that you have an outlet because it could be scary, but that could just it can completely open you up to whole new levels um, of life. And everyone deserves that. Everyone deserves that kind of liberation. So just try it and see if it works for you. Yeah. Yeah. And we're both testament to that, right? Mm-hmm. Our own personal like liberations and how we've shifted is, yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. So how can people find you, work with you, stalk you? <laughs> Um, so Instagram is a great way to get in touch with me. My Instagram is the wild goddess, um, T H E W I L D G O D D E S S. Um, and my Facebook is Marissa Conti, M A R I S A space C O N T E. I spell my name with one S. So yeah, a lot of people get that confused. (laughs) And I have a Facebook group called the goddess circle. Um, I'm very active in there. If anyone wants to come hang out in my little circle, you're more than welcome to. And my website is marissaconti.com. But, um, that's going to be changing soon because I'm like moving my website um shortly so yeah that's where you can find me in the meantime (laughs) yeah so many ways to find find you hang out with you everyone go check out Marissa on all the social medias see what she's up to and especially if you are someone who feels like you've you know dampened that divine feminine energy and you really want support and starting to unleash and and feel the freedom that that we're all we're all worthy of and deserving of so thank you again for your time marissa thanks for thank you for having me so much for tuning in to today's episode don't forget to go find marissa on instagram at the wild goddess there's a link in the show notes you're gonna be inspired by her divine feminine energy hopefully be inspired to tap into your own freedom if you love today's episode i would really appreciate you going to itunes to leave a review this helps the creation of future episodes and i so appreciate it Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next time.